this week on the Time Bat Show. Do you remember when using your phone in the toilet was taboo? Welcome to the Time Bat Show, episode number 166. I'm one of your hosts, Time Aces. I'm your other host, Bat Snacks. And we've got a great show for you today, don't we, Bat Snacks? Yes, we do. How we skipped you? last week we so did. that we, we so, would have more to talk about. <laughs> that's true. That's what we're doing uh, in this time of the pandemic. Uh, this is coronavirus week. I've lost track. Week five, week six. I don't even know at this point. What week is it? Do you know? I think it's six. Okay. We'll, we'll call it six. Um... And we're at home. I mean, I'm at my home, you're at your home, and we're just kind of chilling at home. Yep. (laughs) It's fun. Can't go anywhere. How's it going at your home? Oh, it's fine. I mean, um, it's bad. (laughs) It's real bad. No, it's, it's fine. I think I've gotten used to being home a lot. I'm using a lot of electricity. I keep getting mm-hmm. emails from my electricity company like, hey, you're using way more electricity than you were last month. Just letting you know. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> because, you know, I have to work from home. And so, yeah, you have to wife. have like a bunch of different devices on constantly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so does my wife. So it's just like skyrocketing. But other than that, I think the most, the worst thing about this is the malaise you get, right, of being at home all the time. Like, it's not even that, like, at first I was like, oh, I think I'm going to miss hanging out with people the most and socializing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you can do that over the internet. Like, we're doing it right now. Like, it's not the same, granted, but it can be done. Like, it's not it's not as fun as hanging out with someone in real life, but, like, you get you get what you need. You know, you get, you get the social interaction. You could do that on the internet. Not a big deal. Like, you know, I can call my parents. I can call my friends. I can talk to you. You know what I mean? Like, you can get it. I thought that was going to be the worst thing. But the worst thing is doing the same thing every day and, like, not having to break it up. Not having any way to break up what you're doing. Like, I wake up. I go to my computer. I work. I stop working. I go downstairs. I turn the TV on. And I either play a video game or watch TV. And that's it. And I do that every single day. And I've been doing that for, like, five weeks straight, you know. And that fact is maddening to me like because doing the same thing like i need a little novelty you know i need something yeah i don't know about you but that's for sure the worst thing about it for me too because uh, i need stuff to break up my week me too. Like, that's something i've always just really yeah. needed you do a week even you know before this happened one week of the same thing every day you know just going to work five days in a row yeah. i i gotta do something and then on you go the stir crazy yeah yeah and even if it's like a small thing, like if if I could just do one thing throughout the week that's just like a little thing, it would be much better, you know. But you can't even do the little the little things anymore. Yeah. So that's the hardest part, I think. I think the other worst part is like now I have an excuse to be lazy, mm-hmm. and it's a really good excuse. Yeah, and, and no one that's... will say that's a bit <laughs> like no one will be you know make fun of you for it. 
Yeah. Like if I tell someone, oh, I've been really lazy the last three weeks, mm-hmm. what they'll probably tell me is good. That's what you should be doing. So, yeah. Good for you. Otherwise, you're putting others in danger. Yeah. Or like I've eaten really bad because I haven't left the house. And they're like, good. Keep doing that. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> you know? And yeah, it's sad, but it's true. All I need is a little excuse to be lazy, and mm-hmm. I will. Like it's me too. So hard to motivate. only like a small one, but now I've got a big one, and yep. I can't do anything. And it's not I can't going make away do anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah, I can't make myself do anything either. And it's weird. You would think. I remember when this whole thing started. I saw a lot of people think, saying, "Like, oh, your house is going to be so clean by the end of the quarantine." It's like, <laughs> no, my house is Not dirtier mine. than it is before I started because I'm living in it and I don't want to clean it. You know? Yeah. Because like you get to the point where you're you're doing the same thing so much, like you don't have any re- you don't have rewards anymore, right? For like doing chores. Like that's a great example. Like used to be like. You go to work, you do your job, you, you come home, you watch a movie, you play a video game, I don't know, whatever you do. Maybe you go to eat, I don't know, whatever. And then in the weekends, oh, maybe you need to do a little chores around the house. You need to mow the lawn, you need to wash the dishes, I don't know, you need to do something, right? And you do that, and then you're like, you know, as a reward, I'm going to go out and go to the park, or I'm going to go out to dinner, you know, or I'm going to go out and do something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Go to a movie. You can do that. So, like... I find myself like sitting there. It's like, well, I could clean this, but why? Like, <laughs> what's the point? I'm just gonna like, I'm not gonna reward myself for doing it. You know, like, yeah, it's not there's fun. nothing in it for me. <laughs> yeah. So like, and like yeah. until things are getting so like alarmingly dirty mm-hmm. that it's exactly. causing me problems. Yeah. Then I'm not gonna like. Like there were ants in my sink today, and I was like, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'll deal with it later. Throw some water on it. They'll be gone. I did. I threw water on them and I was like, I'll deal with it another day. Like, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. (laughs) And my lawn is out of control. You know, I haven't mowed it in like a year at this point, you know. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't care. What are they going to do? Yell at me? What is the HOA going to be like? Your lawn's too tall in the pandemic? Like, no. I'll just be like, I can't get gas. Like, I don't know. There's so many excuses to just, like you said, just be lazy. And it's a self-perpetuating thing. You just keep being lazy. And I'm afraid that this is going to have ramifications on the the nation's mental health, if you will. Um, Yeah, because you can't suddenly... No. Like, like going into this, I didn't very suddenly become so, like, lethargic and lazy. It happened over a period of, Mm -hmm. like, two two weeks or so yep so when this is finally over it it, we're obviously not going to snap out of it like Mm -hmm. in a day it's 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 going to take take even longer it's going to take like a few months i think for people to get used to it yeah i mean in my experience with being like going through really lazy periods usually it takes three times as long (laughs) as it took to get into the lazy period so like you're basically out for the rest of the year with laziness at this point you know like a, a few years ago, I I never exercised ever. Like uh-huh. never, never, never. Yeah. I I probably y- you do that for a year, and it it took me like three to get <laughs> to get yeah. to where I would actually do it. Like it takes about I'm, three times. I'm sorry, your exercise sh- stuff is like shot now. That's okay. You can it's get not. back to it's it. It's really though. not. You but. can get back to it. Like you'll be able to get back to it. 
Yeah. Just takes some time. It's like a, a really big road bump. You know. Yeah, it sucks. It does suck. But you're holding up okay? Your mental health is alright? Mm. No, mm. it's fine. Is it? Is it? I I mean, I've, I've gone a month without seeing people before. Like... Yeah. It wasn't as hard as this for some no, reason. No, I have but. too. I think so I think I think I know why though. So like I have gone a long time without like human contact before as well. But I think the difference is you still have human contact, you're just not directly you know, contacting them. Like, for example, you go to the grocery store. You don't really have human contact, but there are people there. You could talk to them if you wanted to. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. But here it's just like, even if you wanted to talk to somebody or have human contact, sorry, you can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the thing, I think, is the difference. And you could you could still break it up somehow. Yes. And I think that's the difference. And on top of that is you can't, like I said, you can't have, you can't really have me time outside of your house anymore, which a lot of people use as like a reward for themselves. Like, I'm going to go take myself to dinner. I'm going to go take myself to a movie. Or I'm going to go to the comic book store and buy a new comic book. You know, whatever it is you do. And you can't do that at all. And even though that's not socialization, that's like you're spending time with yourself, you know, and you're having a good good time with yourself. And it's really hard to do that when you're just at home doing the same thing over and over with this, like, routine, you know. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that's that's hard for a lot of people. Even when I have, like, been cooped up in the house before for long periods of time, there would always be something like, oh, at the, on Friday I'll go to the public library. Mm-hmm. I might not check anything out. Even but. if it's just a thing, like a small little thing to break your break up your week, you know? Yeah. And that works wonders, but now you can't even do that. And it's, yeah, like, you, it, there would always be something like going to the library where it, it would get to be Wednesday. That's kind of the mm-hmm. tough point in the week. And you can just say, well, on Friday, I'm going to get to go to the library. Yeah, you have to, that's another thing that I was talking to a coworker about. Right now, I have nothing in my life. Well, that's a little over the top. But yeah. right now, I have nothing. And a lot of people don't have anything to look forward to. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing to look forward to. Because you can't plan anything. Because... Nothing is, and you might be able to look forward to after everything's over, but no one knows when they'll be. So, like, like let me give you a really stupid example, okay? When I had my first job out of school, I lived in South Florida. For the first three months, I had no friends. I didn't know anybody, right? I just went, I just did work, and then I went home, and I watched TV, and I played video games, and that was it. That was my yeah. whole life. And granted, that was a routine, and that was a little boring, but every Friday night, I would order myself a pizza from this pizza place and go pick it up, and I would rent a movie from, like, this was back when, like, Blockbuster still existed, right? Yeah. And I would do that every Friday. And it was, like, this thing that I looked forward to every single week. And, like, even though the rest of my week is really routine, it was this part that was, like, oh, this exciting thing I get to do every week or whatever. And it's stupid, but, like, it's something I look forward to. I feel like I don't have anything to look forward to now. You know, it's just like we're all just waiting for it to be over. You can't even make plans because things like concerts and stuff have not started releasing dates for when they're going to resume. So, like, even if a concert said, I think if concerts and stuff started releasing dates, like just assuming we'll be open in 2021 or whatever, and they put dates on the calendar. If, if like if you could just register for something a year from now, you could at least think about that. But you can't. 
Yeah. No, I I I know. It's yeah. <laughs> like you can't do you can't plan anything. Their movies don't come out. You know, you can't plan vacations. You know, friends visiting or visiting people. There's nothing you can plan to look forward to anymore. And it's that's my biggest thing. I always need I need something to look forward to to like get me through the day. You know. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm like, what is this all for? It kind of makes me think. Well, now my money just isn't worth anything. Like I have savings and all yeah. that. But what am like, I supposed to cares? spend it on? Yeah, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. It's hard. So I'm trying to like find things to look forward to, but it's really hard to do. Like I'm like, oh, I look forward to the podcast. Yeah. There's that. But again, that's like, you know, you do that once a week. So it's like, well, yes, it, it, I do look forward to that. But it's one thing, you know, I don't know. So speaking of coronavirus and looking forward to stuff, uh, are you eating out more? How's your how's oh the diet God, situation? It's awful. It has gone so downhill. Like oh. <laughs> last we talked, I think I was like, I'm doing good. I'm cooking, and then I'm ordering it. I'm having like a balance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now I'm literally ordering takeout every night, and it's like the worst possible food you can imagine because I'm too lazy to cook. I'm like, I don't want to cook. Like, why would I cook? That's stupid. I'm just making more dishes for myself to clean later. You know? Yeah. And so like. Yesterday I had barbecue. Today I had pizza. Tomorrow I'll probably have pizza again. You know, like... (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't want to cook, you know? And I don't want to go to the store and get coronavirus. So, like, I'm just ordering takeout. And if I go to the store, I'm going to get all these bad food, snack foods that I'll just eat. So it's like, it's either go to the store and get junk that I'll eat, or don't go to the store and just order bad takeout. Those are my options right now, basically. What about you? Yesterday, I spent probably two hours on Yelp and Google Maps looking for a restaurant to (laughs) order from. Did you find one? And I don't know why I was doing this. I know every restaurant in the area. I know if they're open. Like, I I know it's there. But I... (laughs) Two hours I spent looking, Uh and then I just went to (laughs) Chick-fil-A. I love it. I love it. And I got like twenty dollars worth of Chick Fil A because I was so frustrated. At that point, I was just like, "Screw it! Give me everything! Give me all the Chick Fil A! I'll have three meals, please, because That's what I, I, got. I want it." What'd you get? Um, I got a spicy chicken deluxe, and I got a twelve count nuggets, <laughs> and I got another twelve count nuggets. Because why not? Yeah. You didn't eat it all. No. (laughs) But you got it. Yeah, I got it. Did you have some for lunch today? Mm, I I ate it all throughout the day. I mean, I finished it, but like... You kind of paced yourself with it. Yeah. (laughs) There's there's another restaurant. So, like, I have two decent options around where I live. Otherwise, I'll have to drive 20 minutes, and I'm not going to do that. So, there's Chick-fil-A, and then there's an Indian restaurant. And... The Indian restaurant I eat at like every other day now because what else am I going to do? And this is restaurant it, is... Is it good? Yeah, it's really good, but it's really unhealthy. They use like a pound of butter in oh everything. Oh my God. Indian food has so much butter in it. I didn't know yeah. that until I ate it. But it's like all butter. It's like mostly yeah. butter. It's extremely unhealthy. Yeah. And this restaurant is so funny because... 
when you go up to the restaurant at the entrance, they have it barricaded with tables. And, you know, if you go into a gas station on like a rough side of town, they've got yeah. like the glass. So it's that kind of thing. They have that. <laughs> wow. And the man comes up to the glass window with a mask on and gloves. And he's like, what did you order, sir? They're and then taking he passes it really it to seriously. You it's the... so surreal. Yeah. That's amazing. It's they so have all these like bizarre. Microsoft. They all have, it's like MS Word clip art stuff. Like wash yeah. your hands, use hand on sanitizer. The, on the doors, yeah. Yeah. It's such a bizarre time we're living in. And like it's going to end, but like do you think things are going to change after it goes back to normal? Or do you think it's going to just be like, all right, well, it's fine. Let's keep living the way we used to live. I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. It's going to be weird. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I think people will eventually forget about it. But I think people are going to be paranoid of this virus for the rest of the year, at least. You know, like, even when they lift everything and, like, yeah, we can go back to work and da 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 da. People are still going to be paranoid about the virus for. At least the rest of the year until we have a vaccine, you know? Yeah. So, like, people won't, like, some people will go out and other people will avoid going out. They'll be like, I'm going to work, I'm going home, and that's it, you know? I'm not going to movies, I'm not going to the park, I'm not going to da 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 da. Like, there are going to be people like that for sure. Um, yeah. Well, people that, like, lost money on this, like, serious amounts of money through a job or, like, investing mm-hmm. or whatever, I, yeah. I think that those people are going to take a long time because you, I mean, if I had lost my job for this on top of having to deal with it, like uh, that's a double excuse to just not make progress. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it really sucks for them. It really does. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> I don't, I don't really have a lot to say about that because it just sucks. Oh, speaking of jobs, so my work originally, so the very beginning of this, they were like, all right, work from home till March 31st. Obviously extended that. Mm -hmm. And they extended it till May 31st, or no, April 31st, right? Mm -hmm. And today we got another email that's like, all right, we're extending it again. (laughs) And now it's May 15th is when we apparently go back to it, essentially. Okay. But who knows if they'll just extend it again. Like, they've extended it twice already, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that May 15th date, we talked about it before. That's just like a, we're going to think about it again a month from now. Like, that's what that means. (laughs) Yeah, and it's just, that's all we're doing. We're just like, we're like, well, we'll think about it then. It's like, well, what are we doing, though? It's like, we'll think about (laughs) it when it comes. We'll figure it out. Figure it out. But like like you and I said, I think I predicted... May 15th is like the breaking point and you predicted early May as a breaking point but like I see it happening already like there was these protests in Michigan people were outside protesting the government's response to the coronavirus and they didn't want to be like under quarantine anymore mm-hmm. and they, the police couldn't do anything about it because they have the right to protest you know but they were all huddled together giving each other the coronavirus probably you know but yeah, I saw that too. Like that's that happened to that happened yesterday, which means like we're not even you know we're not even four weeks into the, we're barely a month into this and it's already happening. Like two more weeks, it's going to happen more and more and more. And like 
I don't know what the government is going to be able to do about it, honestly. Like, I don't know. Probably nothing. (laughs) It's bad, though. Probably what they're going to be able to do about it is just open back up, like, Mm -hmm. and just pretend it was their idea all along. Yeah, which is what's going to happen. But my my point is society can only take so much of this before it it doesn't. And I think we're already seeing that, you know, and... It would be great if the government had an idea of like, hey guys, FYI, society is not going to be able to remain closed for that long, so we need a plan on what happens when they're ready to come back. Whereas right now we have just everyone stay home, and everyone's like, well, when do we go? It's like just 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 stay home, just we'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. And no one's talking about the end game, and I don't think anyone is thinking about. What happens when society decides, okay, we've had enough, we're going back. Like, we're going out there. And the government is going to end up doing like, okay, we can't stop you, you know, and that'll be it. And it's like, well, that's not going to do anything good because people will just get the virus, you know. Yeah. I don't know. There's like no end game there. Like, we're not thinking about that outcome, but that's totally what the outcome is going to be. Like, You're you right. have to be stupid to not realize that's coming. Yeah, it's going to come fast, too. There's not much time. <laughs> yeah, there's like, we have like two weeks left until society decides that, maybe three. And it's like, I think this is like, finally, fi- I figured out what's what annoys me about the response to the coronavirus so much. And I think it's that people have so much faith in their fellow man. Like, I, we talked about this a little last week. It's like, everyone has faith that everyone else is going to do the right thing. And we're like, planning around the fact that we think everyone's going to do the right thing. And that is just a recipe for disaster because clearly not everyone's going to do the right thing. And we need a plan in place for when the majority of people decide to do the wrong thing all at once because it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, and in order for people to do the right thing, they have to have a reason for it Mm -hmm. other than it just being the right thing. Like, that's not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. There has to be like. I'll do the right thing, and I'll get this as a reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we don't have that. Right now, we have do the right thing. You're going to get punished for it, but it's the right <laughs> It's the right thing. You're all getting punished for doing the right thing, and some people are doing the wrong thing and getting rewarded for it. So keep doing yeah. the right thing, and bye. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> great job, everyone. We'll, we'll talk again in a month. <laughs> It's so stupid. This is going to be a very interesting, like, I'm very excited for, like, the five-year anniversary, like, looking back on what the hell we were thinking in response to the coronavirus. Because the world as a whole has just dropped the ball on this so much. Um, And I, like, looking back at... Like, like, you know, you say hindsight's twenty twenty. Like, hindsight's going to be twenty twenty with this thing. Like, we're going to look back and be like, what were we thinking making all these decisions, you know? Yeah. And it's just going to be, it's going to be something. I don't know. You know, I was watching StarCraft last night. Korea's opened back up. I know. They're all ready to go. They're, they, it's gone. They're safe. Yeah, I know. The they're, only people in quarantine there are it. people that come from here <laughs> i know they did they it. put them in the cage for two they weeks they know what they were doing over there but otherwise no you can you can go to the library yeah, i know you can, you can go buy shoes <laughs> 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 
Speaking of shoes, we yeah. should get to the shoes topic because this is my, this is my favorite quarantine topic. So you text, texted me this week and was like, "I need some shoes. How do I buy shoes in the quarantine?" <laughs> so tell tell us your story. I I need a new pair of running shoes because okay. my current ones give me blisters. Okay, and. I own two pairs of shoes, my work shoes and running shoes. Mm -hmm. So I need a new pair. And uh, when I texted you, I texted you after I called three different shoe stores. Two of the lines were disconnected. Didn't ring at all. That means they're not. That means they didn't pay their bill. (laughs) (laughs) They're gone. That's what that means. They're dead. (laughs) It would ring if they were still paying their bill. Two of them, it didn't ring. (laughs) Yes. Okay. And then I called REI, which is like a a really big chain. I know what REI is, yeah. Yeah. And their message said, due to the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic, we are closed like, until further closed. notice. Yeah. I, I don't know why that surprised me, because like I've been going to restaurants and getting to go, right? The situation mm-hmm. I imagined when I <laughs> called them, because they're a big chain, <sighs> would be, I walk up to the door, be like, hey... <laughs> Just get me a pair of these shoes. Maybe I try them on on the sidewalk. <laughs> yep. And I get like, my car. Go. You know. And then I get my shoes for to go. And it's like at Chick Fil A. You know how when you drive through Chick Fil A, they have like the people outside with like the tablets that you can like swipe on there. You know what I'm talking right. about? Yeah. It's like that, and they like do that point of sale outside. Boom. Right. But that's not how they're. <laughs> that's not how it is. That's not how it is. So. You tried three different places, no shoes. You can't get shoes. Nope. And the problem with shoes is you can't wear them the, off the internet because you don't know if you're going to get the right size. You know, like, yeah, that's it, taking a risk. It's not like I need a pair of, a, like, a replacement shoe that I already know fits and is mm-hmm. good for me. You need like, a new I, shoe. I need a new brand because my current shoes give me blisters. And you need to try shoes on. Yeah, I don't and know how, which shoe is the best And one. how do you do that in the co- coronavirus? Well, I was looking online at, like, what are the top ten running shoes? Mm-hmm. And I was, like, reading one. reviews on, like, runningblog.com or whatever. Okay. Did you just that pull That doesn't the help. That doesn't... No, I didn't... I haven't bought any. I'm not gonna... Running shoes are really expensive. Oh, so I know. So you, I you're gonna wait till this is over, basically. Yeah, I'm, bas- I'm basically gonna give up on running and just gain, like, 20 pounds. See, that's the thing that's kind of wild with this whole thing. Like, and I thought about this earlier this week because there's so many things that people need that we don't realize we need until you can't get it anymore yeah and this has shut down so much stuff that we're basically forced and these are the things i think about on a daily basis weirdly is we're basically forced to once they say everyone get quarantined you know don't go anywhere that basically means Make do with what you have for as long as you can. You know, they're, they're not saying that because that would make people panic. But effectively, they are. Like, the clothes you've got now, the shoes you've got now, you can get food, but that's about it. But, like, like you can't, like, buy a new refrigerator if it dies. Or, like, you know, if your car breaks down, like, well, sorry. You know, like, like whatever you have now, you got to make do with that. And God hope there's – you don't have to replace anything. You know what I mean? Because – you're screwed, basically. But, like, what do we do when, if we get to the point where things start needing replacement that you need? You know, what do you do at that point? Like, yeah. I was thinking today, like, I'm working from home. I'm using my own computer to work yeah. from home. What if my computer dies? 
<laughs> You'll like, have to order one online. <laughs> I guess. It might take like a month to get here, though, because things are really backed up right now online. Yeah. If your computer just, breaks, you're in trouble. Do I just not work for a month? Like, what do I do, you know? <laughs> like, r- really? Like, what do I do at that point, you know? <laughs> it's like, there's nothing I can do. I have yeah. no options. And, like, uh, there's a lot of different examples of this, but, yeah. Or, yeah. like, even a stupid example, like, uh, I don't know if your work uses this, but my work uses two-factor authentication. Yep, we do. For uh, remote work. So whenever I log in on my computer at home, I connect to their, their network, and then they I have to two-factor authenticate it with my phone to make sure I'm, like, who I am or whatever. And in order to do that, I need my phone. And if my phone would break or it doesn't work, then I'm just out of luck. And then they emailed the thing yesterday, and they were like, hey, FYI, everyone, uh, the new version of the two-factor authentication we use on Apple, on iOS, is broken and won't let you in. So don't download that. And if you do download that, you're going to have a bad time. So it's like, like the people that downloaded that probably can't do any work right now, you know. Not unless they haven't, not unless their like boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever they live with has a different kind of phone. But no, they can't because you have to you have to start the authenticator at the, the company site on their wireless so that they know that you're an employee. So like to 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 open an account with this, you have to be using the company Wi-Fi at the site. Oh, like, that's how they have it sec- set up. Okay, it's a security thing. Yeah. So like you're just out of luck, and you're not allowed to go to the the company because it's shut down. So it's like well. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. You know? I've, I've dealt with this exact situation at work where um, mm-hmm. someone's phone broke and they can't get a new one anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And well, I don't know if your company would be able to do this, but I, I was able to just switch it to their new number for them, mm-hmm. like on the back end. But mm-hmm. it sounds like y'all have a different setup. Yeah. I mean, I would hope that you could, we could do that. But these are the things I think about because like. If, like, a small thing breaks down, it's just like, well, you're fucked. And it's funny, we had this conversation on the show, like, three or four months ago, and we were talking about how the fabric of society is made up of, like, these individual pieces that if one of them breaks, then, like, everything might come crashing down, you know? And we don't even realize it until those things start breaking. And I think the coronavirus is a great example of, like, it's affected, like, so much stuff, but, like, minutely... That, like, if one of these things starts stops functioning, then, like, we're done. Like, if the internet goes out, no one can work. If your computer breaks, you can't work. If your phone breaks, you can't work. If your electricity bill is too high, you have to shut your computer off. Like, there's so many different factors that could prevent you from doing your job because the coronavirus has shut so much stuff down. And it just, like, kind of brings to light all the issues we have with relying on this network of individual pieces that are very fragile. How about this? How about you're you're doing the right thing, you're cooking at home, you're making a big pot of beef stew, and for whatever reason, you take the pot into your bedroom and you accidentally spill the pot on your bed and you ruin your bed. I don't know how this happens, but... (laughs) And now you have no bed. Now, how are you going to get a bed? (laughs) You have to sleep on that now. You can't get a bed. You can't you're get a done. new bed. You're shit out of luck, essentially, at that point. 
They don't sell bed. Do they sell beds on the internet? I wouldn't no, buy a bed. I don't on think the they internet. do. I don't think they do. Maybe they do, but it's not a bed I would want. Let's put it that way. Yeah, you're just out of luck. You're just like, well, I guess I don't have a bed. Because <laughs> you can't go get a bed anymore. Like, you can't go out and do things. Um, this might be more realistic. It's, you're like moving and your bed's on the top of your car and it just flies, it flies off. off. Yeah. And someone no. runs it over. That's your bed now. Yep. And the government's like, well, we'll see next month if you can have a new bed. Like, <laughs> no maybe. <problems. laughs> we'll see. To sleep on the floor until then. <laughs> and there's like nothing in place. There's nothing in place for this. Like, no one's thinking about these things. And I bet it's happening to millions of people right now. There are and people all, sleeping on the floor because their bed fell out. off their car. Yeah, because they're all freaking out and they're like, I can't do anything about this. And no one's telling me when I can get back out there and buy a bed. So, like, and it sucks. Like, I don't know. There's so many ramifications that are happening right now that no one is even thinking about. And I think that's, it's, it's, it's stupid that we're not trying to, like, like, it's stupid that we're not trying to help those people, you know? Yeah. Because we're not. We're not doing anything. We're just like, stay home. You'll be fine. It's like, well, okay. Hold on. Like, there's a little more to it than just stay home. Like, that doesn't cover all your bases here. You know, I still need to go shopping. I still need to buy new shoes. I need to buy new clothes. If stuff breaks, I need to fix it. Like, what do I do then? It's like, well, I'll just stay home. It's like, that doesn't help that. You know what I mean? And... We're not really helping those people in any way. I don't know. It's, it just bothers me, I guess. You know, I have library books out right now. I have three books out. And mm -hmm. the library's been closed for at least a month. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if I'm getting charged late fees. I would hope not. But yeah. then again, you might be. <laughs> hey, if I'm the library... It's, if I was a library, I would charge you because they'd it's be like, not we're running low on money right now. Yeah. So this is we, what we got. We got to pay our people somehow. They're out of work. You know? <laughs> Your three library books are saving us for <laughs> for going down, for shutting down financially. You know, DVDs are a dollar a day. And so imagine Oof. you have like five movies out. Mm. <clears throat> Do you have a DVD? No, I have three books. Oh, good. Whew. If I was a DVD man, that would be... The library is actually really nice, though, with late fees. Like, it, it would never be unreasonable because $4, at my library at least, is the maximum amount of late fees they can charge you. Even if you have it out for, like, a month or something. Yeah, I've had a book out for, like, three months, and I got charged $4. Nice. That's funny, though. Yeah. So it's just these little things that, like, you think about that you don't normally think about that's, like... When you're when you're when you're when you're thinking about the coronavirus and like how you can't do all these things like how do you buy shoes how do you you know fix things then I don't know the answer to that nope it's weird and the government's response is like we'll figure it out we'll fine don't worry about it <laughs> we're doing better than ever you guys keep it up just keep staying home we won't help you in any way but keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, what have you been up to the past week? Anything well, exciting? I'm eating really unhealthy. We've been over that. You ate a lot, $20 worth of Chick-fil-A yesterday. Yep. I've changed my eating schedule to eating like once per day, but it's like that one time that I eat is 
um, it's a lot of food. Is it? Yeah, it is. Hmm. So it's like an enormous amount of food. Yeah, I eat an enormous amount of food once per day because like, I don't really have anything to cook. And I'm not going to go get takeout like three times in a day. So, so uh, FYI, eating once a day with a really big meal is like the worst possible uh, dietary. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm just making sure you know. Yeah, I'm totally aware of that. You're aware of this? Okay, good. Like, it's the worst decision you could make. But uh, I can again, think of worse ones. Well, f- food-wise, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not there yet. But, you know, give it time. I will be. I will be. Because, I don't know, I'm eating so bad as well. Yeah, I was doing great before this whole coronavirus thing. I was doing pretty well. The first two or three weeks of the coronavirus were like, wow, I'm losing weight. I'm doing well. Because I wasn't eating a lot. I was just not eating that much. But now I've given up. Like, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't fucking care anymore. Give me that. Give me a pizza. Do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I ate pizza two days in a row this week, which... I don't even want to do. Like, <laughs> but like, what else are you going to eat then? Right? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's only so many places you can carry out from. And I want so badly to break up the routine. And like, good food is usually what I use to break up the routine. Mm-hmm. So like, I have to try to do it every day, and it just doesn't totally. Yep. Work. I miss like sandwiches. Like I used to eat sandwiches a lot. And I'll have peanut butter and jelly every day, but, like, I mean, like, a deli sandwiches, right? Like, I would have to go to the store and get that, or, like, a sub or whatever, like, at Publix. Like, I don't have those, but, like, you know, like, a get a sub or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I can't do that anymore. And I miss, like, those would be, like, my, like, not that bad for you meals out, right? I'll be, like, I'll, I'll eat out, like, bad food, and then I'll, like, eat in, and it'll be, like, okay. And then I'll be, like, oh, I want to go out and eat food. What can I eat that's not that um unhealthy and i'll be like oh i'll get a sandwich or i'll get you know sandwich is a good example right it's like not that bad for you it's like has bread and and turkey on it or whatever but like i can't do that now so like everything i eat ordering out is all terrible there's no like i don't have any healthy options for takeout you know so it's bumming me out but it's fine i miss breakfast too i don't eat breakfast I mean, I don't normally eat breakfast, but, like, on the weekends, sometimes I would go eat breakfast. Yeah, that's fun to do. And I miss that. I was eating breakfast for a while. I was doing, like, yogurt and fruit and stuff, totally healthy stuff, but Mm -hmm. uh, there's no fruit at the grocery store because it expires too quickly, and I'm not just going to eat, like, plain. (laughs) And that's the thing. Like, I could go to the grocery store, and I could get all this stuff. I could try. And even if I did... I would just have to go to the grocery store again in a week, and I don't want to, or in less than a week, and I don't want to take that, like, I don't want to go to the grocery store that often, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, because I'm making, I'm, I'm having, uh, you know, your, your, your chances of getting it are higher the more you go to the grocery store. So, like, I'm trying to go to the grocery store and then get, like, a crap ton of stuff and, like, be set for a while, but uh, the stuff that you get that will last forever is the worst food for you, right? Yeah. It's also so, the least appetizing yeah (laughs) it's just like the worst it's the least nutritious the least appetizing and the worst for you it's like great so why would i buy that like yeah yeah Yeah. so you just let's just order pizza again yeah it's just like awful Uh, anyway 
Another thing I've been, I've been reading a lot this week. Mm-hmm. Nothing like really productive or anything, but I was reading all of these um, these pool hustling stories from like, professional gam- gamblers and stuff. Yeah. And those were pretty cool. I realized before this coronavirus thing, I I had an experience at a bar when I was traveling and I think I met a pool hustler who tried to hustle me. When? But I didn't know it at the time that he was a hustler. Ooh. When I was in Tampa recently, I I went to a bar after I was done working one night because I didn't want to go back to the hotel. And I was just sitting there drinking, doing nothing. And there was a guy playing pool. And he was, like, being really loud and obnoxious and, like, getting in people's faces, being like, hey, play me in pool, you know? And eventually I went and put quarters in the table. We did the rack thing and I was playing him and he did really bad. Like I, I beat him by one ball or something. And he oh, like, yeah. he like got in my face and he was like, let's play for money. And I was like, Oh no, thank you. Oh, but, but he totally was trying to hustle you into like playing for like a hundred dollars or something. I think he wanted me to play for oh, like $20 or a hundred dollars or something. Cause the amount of money he took out of his pocket, it was like a wad of cash. Like, but I you would, were like, LOL, no thanks. Yeah. So you like ruined that guy's day. Yeah. We played like three games before, and he was really? like trying to r- rile me up while we were playing. Like he would take a long time to take his turn and. He was hustling you for yeah, sure. He, I mean, he, it didn't work and I was totally clueless, but. He got, he's probably real mad at you after you didn't play for money. Though. Yeah, I wasted so much of his time. He wasted like an hour of his time. <laughs> <laughs> and he got nothing out of it. Yeah. That's great. Good job. I'm proud of you. I had like, no it's, idea what it's, was going it's on. It's funny because, like, you were ignorant, but, like, your your brain still decided to do the right thing. Like, it, like, yeah. it, like, was watching out for you even though you didn't know what was going on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, because you're like, money? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I think that's... Yeah, my so my personality has a little bit to do with that, though, because you... I'm, like, really hard to rile up. Mm-hmm. Like, it just... Yeah, uncomfortable person, situations yeah. and like really pushy people just have no effect on me at all yeah and i when he was doing all that stuff i was just like oh whatever it's just how he is just he's just a guy that rouse people up whatever everybody's different i can appreciate that no one cares yeah yeah that's hilarious that you just didn't even realize what was going on <sighs> i've been playing the final fantasy 7 remake how is it it's bad I'm really sorry to hear that. It's okay. It's good, but also bad. Have you ever um, watched a movie or played a game or read a book or whatever, watched a show that everyone else loves, like, a lot, and you, like, maybe you don't hate it, but you, like, don't love it as much as everybody else, and that, like, makes you hate it almost? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's where I'm at <laughs> with this remake. Like, I just don't see what people like about it. Like, it's not bad, but it's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of Advent Children, that's I'm not. I, I must. I mean, that it sentence, might right? as well be Advent Children. But yeah, uh, Advent Children. When that came up out, everybody really, really liked that movie. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't it, was it wasn't awful. good at all. It was terrible. It was awful, terrible. And that hurt me a lot because 
I don't know if you remember this, but like I was super hyped for Advent Children. Like yeah, I was you were. like so I was like there was this Advent Children forum dedicated to Advent Children. I was like top five posters on that forum. Oh, like no, yes, I was that. I was I because it had a long lead up. They were working on it for like three years. Yeah, and I was on that. I registered on that forum like a month after they they uh, announced Advent Children, and I was like so hyped for that movie for like three years. And then I watched it, and I was like, that was the worst movie like I've ever seen. Like I instantly hated it, but. That's my point, I guess. Like, even I, that was super hyped for that, like, I hated it immediately still. So, but it's a similar thing, I think. I think I think people, if they're really excited about something, they'll, like, they'll, they go one of two ways when they finally get it, right? They either kind of, their brain kind of looks past all the flaws because they're so excited that they want to enjoy the good parts. You know right. what I mean? Or option B... <laughs> Which is me. They like hyperanalyze every single thing about it and are like, that's stupid, that's stupid, that's stupid. They find all the bad things. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the two things. Like, I don't think you can just normally go into it. You either have to be like, look past all the flaws or just hyperanalyze all the bad things. And I'm a hyperanalyze all the bad things. And as I analyze more bad things, I just keep finding more bad things and they just keep building up. And I'm like, this is so stupid. I hate this fucking game. You know. It might not be that you're hyper-analyzing. I mean, if it's anything like Advent Children, you don't really have to look hard to find just... So let me give you an example without spoiling the game, okay? it's Mm -hmm. You know it's only like one part of the game, right? It's not the whole game, right? Yeah. Like, it's only the Megar part. Like, that's all it is. You know that, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Just making sure. So, original game, 35, 40 hours long. You got Megar, and you got... Gold Saucer and Rocket Town and all those places you go to, Disc 1. And then Disc 2, you got a bunch more places on the map. And then Disc 3, you fight Sephiroth. You remember. Yeah. You, know, you probably go to like 20 to 30 different locations. Migar is like the first 5 to 10% of the game. Maybe 20% if you spend a really long time there. But, I mean, you get out of there and then you're out on the world map. The remake, you're in Migar the whole time. And if you remember Migar in the original game... It was like a, I would describe it as like a series of novelties. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I would describe Migar. And that was really cool because you're like learning about it. Like you start the game, spoilers for Final Fantasy VII, the 30-year-old video game, uh, 20-year-old video game. You start it, you're on the train, you do the reactor bombing, you get back to the slums, you spend some time in the slums, then you go to another reactor bombing. Then you fall down and you meet Eris and the... Uh, flower garden and then you're in another part of the slums which is really weird and then you go to her house and then you go to the wall market and then you reunite with Tifa and Barrett and then you guys like climb the wall to Shinra Tower and then you like infiltrate Shinra Tower and then you have like this cool battle on the rooftop and then you uh, motorcycle out of Migar and onto the world map and it's like really cool and there's like I don't know, there's like a dozen like unique little locations in Megar, and you're only at them for like about an hour, you know, and they're like one cool thing after another, and then you're out, and then it's done. Yeah, there's really not many breaks in the action. The only No, and it just Yeah. It's just the, go, 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 go. The, the only time. like small break you have in Final Fantasy Seven, at least in Megar, the original Final Fantasy Seven, is uh kind of that, that wall market street, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you get to like dress up as a girl, but that's a really fun but it's and it's not that Quest. long. It's like maybe thirty minutes long. Yeah, 
And it's like a fun little break. But the thing about it is it's novel for what you've done before. Like nothing like that exists before you get there. So like it's fun because you've never done it before. So the cool thing about Megar and the original, in my opinion, is it's all very different and unique. And you go to all these little areas inside Megar and they're all different and they're all cool. And you spend like 30 minutes to an hour there. And then you go to the next thing because the story thing takes you there. And then you go to the next thing because the story thing takes you there. And then you go to the next thing. And nothing really overstays its welcome. And then you get out of Megar and then you're like, wow, that was only like a small part of the game there's this whole map there's this whole world map that like i can explore now and then you're really excited because there's like 20 30 more places you can go yeah the remake follows the same basic trajectory but each individual part instead of taking 30 minutes to an hour takes like five hours so like you're there for like a really long time and like, for example, the first bombing mission, like, it takes, like, 30 minutes in the first game. It takes, like, three hours in the remake. And you get to a point where you're like, okay, I've seen the, bo- like, I-, I want to move on from the bombing mission. And then you move on to the bombing- from the bombing mission to the slums. And then, like, oh, cool, now I get to explore the slums. And you get to explore the slums. And then right before you get to the part where you're like, remember in the original, you're in the slums for, like, 10 minutes. And then they're like, time to go on the next bombing mission. And you're like, dope, yeah. let's go. Instead of that, they're like, hey, why don't you do side quests for an hour and a half before we go <laughs> to the next mission? And so you just run around the slums and, like, find cats and deliver medicine to people. Oh, and then no. Wait, finally, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You find cats and deliver Oh, yes. Are those there's real? A, there's a cat-finding side quest. Do you have to do it? Are you required? Okay, here's the thing. This is the worst part. So I did it because I wanted to. I'm a completionist. But I looked up later because it took me so long to do these side quests and I don't want to do them. I was like, I was like, do I have to do the side quest in Final Fantasy VII? And the consensus is you don't have to, but here's the thing. There's story parts that you miss if you don't do the side quests. Oh, geez. So basically, I have to do the side quests, you know? Oh, and they're find the cats. Oh, no. Yeah, it's find the cats. Run around the slums and find the cats. <laughs> it's the worst possible side quest. There's no way you could, you could design. When I was doing it, I was yelling at my TV. I was like, why did we make this in the game? This doesn't make any sense. Like, it's like the worst. Like, if I asked a child what the worst possible thing you could be <laughs> doing in a video game, they'd probably be like, oh, probably finding cats in a town. <laughs> That would be my least favorite thing to do in a video game. And they'd be like, okay, let's put that in Final Fantasy VII Remake. And that's the whole game. Like, that's how I would explain it. It's like these exciting parts that you're like, I can't wait to see what they do with this cool part from the original. You get there. You're excited for 10 minutes. And then they make you find cats. And you're like, god damn it. This is stupid. Oh, my God. Find the cats. Yeah. This is why I couldn't get – they're totally unrelated. But this is why I could not get into Fallout 4 because – You'd get 10 minutes of story, and then 10 people want you to find cats. Find the cats, yeah. yeah. This is worse, because at least with Fallout 4, and I'm not going to defend it, because I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. At least with Fallout 4, when you're finding the cats, like, the writing that you're that you're, that you're experiencing with the cat finding is actually kind of good, and, like, the, the NPCs are kind of interesting. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you're finding cats, and that's stupid, but at least the writing is kind of fun and good. Mm-hmm. In Final Fantasy VII, the writing is consistently awful the whole time. So, like, the cool parts, writing bad. Finding cats, writing awful. So it's like, 
there's no reward for finding these cats because you're just listening to bad anime dialogue, you know, the whole time. Jeez, you're just finding the cats because if you don't, then you just <laughs> then don't you'll miss. You'll miss Tifa like have like this wink at you, and and like you'll miss the memory in Nibelheim or whatever, you know. Oh man, yeah. I can't believe there's find the cats in this game. I just there's can't get past the that. The whole game, like the the biggest chunk of the game, is find the cats. Like not really, but like <laughs> that's what I would like. Most of the game is like finding cats because they need they wanted to make it forty hours long, and they're like, how do we do that? It's like, we'll have to find cats in the middle. <laughs> it's awful. It's so bad. Okay. What, r- r- all right, how many hours have you played so far? Like 20. Okay. And I'm not even that far. Like, I'm like, okay, you can get through all of Megar in like an eighth of the time I've spent playing the remake in the original. Like, you can beat Megar in about an eighth of the amount of time I've spent in the Megar in the, in the new game. I'm asking because I I know that you're a completionist, but you do try to complete it quickly. Mm-hmm. So, how much of those twenty hours have been find the cats so far? You mean like not find the cats exactly, but like you're doing basically stuff, find the cats, yeah. Conservatively half, oh, but no. like probably three quarters. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. That's not what I wanted to hear. No, it's not good. And a lot of it, okay, here's the thing. Like, a lot of the side quests are optional. You don't have to do them if you don't want to see the story stuff. I do. But even the regular game with, like, let's just say, for whatever reason, you're not going to do any of the side quests. Because you don't want to do it. You just decided, I'm not finding the damn cats. Right? Paid paid $60 for the game. I don't don't even want to play it. Yep, you know, fine. <laughs> yeah. Even if you push that away, there's still cat finding in the main story. You still have to find cats. Like, not really, but like, you still effectively have to do it. Like, Wall Market, my favorite part in the original game, it's the worst area in the entire game. Downright, 100%. Worst area. Because it's just a series of fetch quests, which in the original game, I don't know if you remember, but it's a bunch of dumb, stupid fetch quests, but it takes like 10 minutes, you yeah. know? But it's really stupid and fun, and it takes 10 minutes, and then you're done. And it's good and fun. This one, I've been there for five hours doing all these chains of quests. And every NPC has like five minutes of dialogue that's bad and innate. And I'm like, I don't care. Just get me to the rest part of the fucking chain. (laughs) You know what I mean? And like it sucks the charm out of the wall market. Like the original was so good because you go in the wall market, and it's like weird and bizarre. And then you do all, all these like side like fetch questy things but they're really quick and like everyone just says like one word they're like there's like the sick guy and he's like Ugh. and then you give him medicine and he's like Bleh, and then he gives you something else yeah and that's all it was in the original it was just a series of like 10 of those in the remake you go up to the sick guy he tells you the story of his daughter she used to play soccer and you need it i'm making this up you need to find her soccer outfit in this alley behind the thing and there's this new enemy type that you have to fight this really it takes like 30 minutes to kill because Combat takes way too long in this game. And then you have to come and return to him. And then you got to go to his nephew and listen to the story about the old man in the sea. You know what I mean? And then come back. And 
and then he's going to tell you another story about his grandkids. And and you're like, I don't care about any of this stuff. Like, the original game didn't have good writing, but, like, the scenarios were fun. And you can kind of imagine that, like, the writing was good because it was so short. And it was just like, you walk up to a guy, he says something dumb, and you're like, ha, 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 okay, move on. The new one, you walk up to a guy, he talks for five minutes, and you're like, wow, I'm listening to this bad dialogue for five whole minutes to get to the point. Like, this is bad. And... This is my this is my issue with the game. Also, the combat takes way too long to, to beat enemies. Yeah, I, I watched. I've seen some of the gameplay through videos online, and the combat fights seem to take a long time. They're way too long. I like the mechanics of the combat. It's not perfect at all. I have a lot of issues with it. It's fun when it works, but it takes exceptionally long to beat a guy. Like things. Are bullet sponges. And it's because they didn't... And I'm going to stand on my game designer fucking background because I can do that. I don't care. They did not balance the combat at all in this game. And you can just tell. It shows. Mm -hmm. Because... And this is why I say that. The original game, they balanced the combat because you get hit with an attack from an enemy. You don't die. You get hurt, but you don't die. And if you get hit three or more times from that attack, maybe you will die. But guess what? You didn't. You fucked up because you should have cured that person, right? Yep. In this game, you get hit by an attack. Sometimes it doesn't do anything. Sometimes you die. Sometimes you get all the way down to, like, one health, and you have to heal, which soundly would be fine if you could plan ahead for taking damage, which is the whole point of an RPG, like a turn-based RPG plan ahead for taking damage versus pressing attack, right? Like, that's the whole core concept of RPG battles. Yeah. In this game, in order to heal, you have to have a full ATB gauge. In order to have a full ATB gauge, you have to attack the enemy. In order to attack the enemy, you have to get right next to them so they take, so they're damaging you. So there's points where you just, both your, your, uh, all your party members are really hurt, and you have no ATB gauge, and the only thing you can do to, to heal is run around in a circle around the enemies until your ATB gauge fills enough so you can cast Cure. And you do that three times so you can cure everyone. And that's what they're supposed to... That's what, what good combat is in Final Fantasy VII. So... But when it works, it's fun. But that happens a lot. When it doesn't, it's real, it sounds when really it frustrating. Does, it's really stupid. So that's my review of the Final Fantasy VII remake. It's not terrible. I would give it, I would give it 7 out of 10. <laughs> See what it did there? Like, it's not bad. Like, it's not... The the parts that adhere to the original and s- fall, the parts that are inspired by the original and flesh that out are good. All the other parts are awful. So it depends on where you land in like, do you think half the game seems like it's a natural extension or only a quarter of the game? If you think the majority of the game feels like a natural extension from Final Fantasy VII, you're going to like it. Me, unfortunately, I only feel like a quarter of the game, if that feels like a natural extension. And the rest of it just feels like bad filler. Okay. Know? Yeah. That but the sense. natural extension part, really great. Like, awesome. And that is really what's holding up me for keeping playing it. Because, like, I want, I want to keep seeing that, those parts of the game. You know what I mean? <sighs> yeah, that's kind of a shame. It just sounds like everything about this game is kind of the opposite of what the draw for the original was. It is the opposite. It's it's the exact opposite. It's yeah. for me. It's like, it's not short. It's not breezy. It's not like entertaining. It's just like it's fan service. It's it's all it is. You know. It's just we took what you liked about Final Fantasy VII, and we 
extended all those individual parts out really long until we couldn't possibly extend them out more. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, we've drawn it all out so much that if we'd drawn it out more, it would break. You know, and I reached my limit, like, way earlier. Uh, there you go. But Do you think they have, a, like, a panel of people that they sit them in a room and they're like, okay, you're going to find the cats until you just can't take it anymore. And then they record your time and they're like, okay, that's that's how long no, you got to no, find they, the cats. They don't. They don't have people like that. They yeah. have people that were like, we need to add four more side quests to this, to this area. What do you guys got? And they're like, well, we could do find the cats. And they're like, fucking no, we're not finding the cats. And they're like, what else are we going to do? We got nothing else. We've got cat models. They're ready to go. And they're like, all right. If find I can the guarantee cats. it'll only take an hour to find the cats, then let's do it. And then that's what they do. That's how they make the game. Pretty sure. That's disappointing to me. But but that being said, you should play this game because you might love it. You might think all of it is natural extension from Final Fantasy VII. Some people I've talked to, they're like, this is the Final Fantasy VII I've always dreamed of. Uh, but I think we just got... We've got we got two different things out of that game, obviously. You know, I liked the quick, dumb, fun pace of Final Fantasy VII. Something new is happening every like twenty minutes, you know. And this game does not have that at all. Yeah, you know, I know you mentioned close. that the combat was a little slow, but it's how slow. how is how's mm. like the like the menuing? How's Materia? How's the progression system is fun. I like it. the 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 material system is cool. There's cool ways you can customize your character. That's like a natural extension. I think with the character like leveling up and progression system, that's the most natural evolution of Final Fantasy VII in this game. Because material is mostly the same, but it works in like an action RPG way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think they did that really well. And how you like level up that and like use that and stuff. I think they did that really well. The combat has a lot to be desired, but like that progression, the character progression is really cool. Will um, I feel rewarded for min maxing? Yes, I think so. Okay, then I'll probably yes. like it. I think you can. There's probably optimal strategies for materia that you can be like, oh, if I do this and this and this and this, I'm going to own enemies. And you will be rewarded for that. And I think my problem is like some encounters feel like if you don't, do optimal then like they take forever and it's really boring like for example i was playing a boss yesterday and it took me like an hour to beat him like regular battle and it wasn't because he was hard it was just because it took me forever to like get his health down um but i was looking online and people were like oh yeah if you have that material equipped like you're gonna take a while to beat him but it's like Shouldn't he have, like, a normal amount of health when I have, you know, regular <laughs> materia? And then, like, you can beat him in, like, a minute if you have the really good stuff? You know, like, shouldn't it be a different scale? You know what I mean? But no. So. Yeah. The uh, the video I was watching on the internet right before we started the show, actually, was it showed a guy doing just a normal battle. And it took him, like, eight minutes. It's fucking really long, man. Yeah. You might really like the combat, but I will say it's... It takes a long time. It takes a really long time to beat. I'm going to give it a try. I'll probably get a PS4 really you soon, actually. Get it. Because, like, I mean, this is one of the games that we both played growing up. And, you know, I need to know your opinion of this game. Okay. I really do. I really do. I'll for sure know. get it. 
Will you think less of me if it's my favorite game? Like, no, 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 no. Like no. Awesome. I will be so happy for you okay. if you love it. <laughs> because be there are people I know that are like, this is great. This is amazing. And I'm like, good for you, man. I'm so glad you love it. But like, I just, something, I don't know. Something's wrong with me, I guess. I just do not like it. It's just not for me, I don't think. I just think what I got out of Final Fantasy VII is different from what everyone else got, you know? What, okay. I want to describe what we got out of Final Fantasy VII because I think we got the same thing, but I don't know if it was what everyone else got. When mm-hmm. I was, what, we were like 10 or something? Yeah. It was, it was about 10. Yeah. The draw for Final Fantasy VII was that everybody I knew who had it mm-hmm. and was really far in it mm-hmm. were like the smartest people I knew. And I wanted to be like, oh, no, it sounds super lame. <laughs> no, you're right, though. I started playing because my neighbor, who's older than me, was, like, really smart. And he, like, was like, this is a really good game. And I was like, okay. And I was like, okay. And, you know, you, you, you would hear rumors about it. Like, oh, yeah. I played it for 100 hours and I still yeah. haven't beaten it. Or I got this crazy character on this secret quest that yep. is yep. defeating yeah. the hardest boss in any video game in history. Yeah. yeah. And it felt like... You know, by playing it, I was in a secret club. It was like, uh-huh. okay, this is a game meant for really smart people. Yeah. And if I beat it, then I'm. it means something. I think mine was similar but different. It was like there was like – it feel, felt like even if like you look back at Final Fantasy VII, there's not a lot of secrets in the game, but they present everything they do as like it's a secret. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're finding something that like, ooh, people didn't know. Like for example – Vincent getting him as a character like not really a big secret but when you're 10 and you figure out how to unlock the safe or whatever and get Vincent it feels like you're a super genius you know you're like I'm in the cool Vincent club now you know the smart people who got this guy you know what I mean like and everything in that game was like was like almost like this like you said like a secret club like oh I got the really good summon here because I went down the thing or I did really good at the snowboarding mini game, so I got this other thing. And so like it was like these secrets that weren't really secret, but it felt like they were when you were like younger yeah. and that sense of like curiosity and like what's next that I can find is what like drove me to play it. Yeah. It it like super rewarded you for being creative in the game and exploring and yeah. like th- when you were younger and you played Final Fantasy Seven, the conversation you had with another person who was playing it is, oh, where are you? And then they tell you, and then you say, oh, did you get this? And they would yeah, say, no. did you get no. this thing? And they yeah. would say, no. And then no. you're like, ooh, I got it. Or And then they might say, well, did you get this? And you're like, oh, no, I missed that, you know? Yeah. And uh, you couldn't and go back and get it. Like, that's just your life now. You don't have the secret summon. And I think, to a degree, the, the remake has that. Um, I don't know how much, though. It's hard to say. Maybe, maybe, maybe the same. It also felt like what you were doing with your time when you were playing it was really important. Like the first five minutes of Final Fantasy VII, the original, are probably it's probably the best intro to a video game I've ever played. Like you're yeah. an environmental terrorist and you're blowing up a power plant. Yeah, like right off the bat. There's nothing cooler than that. Yeah, and like I think that's the thing that I really liked about it. Like, yes, I wanted to know all the secrets and get all the cool things, but I think like while I was waiting on those. Like, the pace of the game was so quick as to, like, you were always doing something cool. And when you weren't doing something cool, you were doing something funny that was really entertaining. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you weren't blowing up a reactor as an environmental terrorist, you were cross-dressing as a woman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it was always something cool. And 
yeah, I don't know. It like <laughs> kept kept me wanting to play. It sounds like in this one, they keep you wanting to play by being like, well, if I find all these cats, yeah, no, I'll get that's to- <laughs> what it is. And instead of like it being like, oh, you're doing something cool, and the next thing is going to be cool too, it's like instead of doing something cool now, why don't you find all these cats, and then maybe we'll show you something cool after you're done. <laughs> Do a good job, though. Make sure yeah. you get all the Make cats. sure you get all the cats. <laughs> Spend as much time as you can on the cat finding. And then maybe we'll show you a cool cutscene. Do a good job. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll show a cool cutscene after we're done. I can't believe that. <laughs> and this is like in the beginning of the game, too. It's like right as it's getting really interesting. You like get back to the slums and Barrett's like, let's go on the next mission. And you're like, yes, let's fucking do it. And then you leave. And then Tifa's like, maybe you should stay around town and help people out on their little things. And then a guy's like, hey, you want to find my cat? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, are you kidding me, dude? No, I don't want to find your cats. Like, I want to go on the next mission. I don't care about your cats. Uh, anyway, all right. Well. I think that's a good place to call the show. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's do what Actually, I have a Reddit, and you have a Reddit, too. We should do those before. Sure. Finish. Um, my Reddit is, what do people do on their phone while on the toilet? From what I know, most people I... From what I know, most people I know, when they go to the bathroom, they use their phones. I've always wondered what they have looked at for one hour while I'm waiting for them. What do you do on the toilet while you're on your phone? Okay, hold up. There was something weird in there. Did you catch it? No. What are they doing in there for an hour? Oh, yeah. Apparently, this person's friends are in the bathroom for a long time. That's too long. That is too long. That's like what four is, times too long. What is the longest you've ever been in the bathroom looking on your phone? Like, let's say you finish up, right? You're done. <laughs> but you're looking at something on the phone on your phone that's like, oh, this is cool. And you just keep, you know, you kind of lose track of time. Like, what's the maximum amount of time you would in a ba- be in a bathroom? Like, five minutes. Maybe really? ten. Yeah. Really? Okay, I think mine is, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I've been, like, caught in a Wikipedia black hole in the bathroom before. But I'll snap out of it and be like, oh, yeah, I need to get back to whatever I was doing. But an hour is... That's they're 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 not going to the bathroom because they want to go to the bathroom. They're sorry, they're not going to the bathroom because they need to go to the bathroom. They're going to the bathroom to get away from you to be on their phone. Yeah, there's something unusual happening there. Like I'm yeah. I've been in the bathroom for an hour before, but those were very <laughs> Yeah, not very one, few, not, far between. They yeah. were very stressful. <laughs> and you didn't and you didn't want to be there. No. You know? No one ever wants to have to be in there for an hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, an hour, I think this person is avoiding the the person who posted it. And or they have something on their phone that they just want to do that they don't want to do in public. You know what I mean? It really sounds like they're doing something illegal. I don't know what they could be doing on their phone that's illegal, but like. Maybe. It sounds like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom and take care of my important business. And do you? Yeah, it takes an yeah. hour. Do you remember when using your phone in the toilet was taboo? Like when phones first came out, like people would be like, "Oh yeah, I use my phone in the toilet," and other people would be like, "That's gross. Like, don't do that." Like, yeah. Like, oh, that's weird. Like this is back in like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. You yeah. know, 
and it was like kind of taboo. But now, like, if you don't use your phone on the toilet, you're like a weirdo. It's like, what? Do you, what do you do in there? It's like, well, I go to the bathroom. It's like, don't you use your phone? Don't you look up things? It's like, no. It's like, what a weirdo. You know. You just sit there. <laughs> you just sit there and wait for it to be done. <laughs> That's bizarre. How do you yeah. distract yourself from existential <laughs> thoughts? Yeah. It's like, well, you read the back of the shampoo bottle is what you do. That's what I used to do. Um, all right, what's your Reddit? If you had a teleportation power, which place in the world would you immediately go? Uh, well, nowhere right now because of the coronavirus. But assuming that that was all gone, um, I don't know. There's a lot of places I want to go. I don't know. What, what about you? I would visit you. You would? Oh, yep. that's so <laughs> sweet. I would go visit you. That's my my choice. Jacksonville's not as fun. Maybe you it could be just funny. gift it to me and I could go visit you. We gift what? The teleportation power? Yeah. What if I teleported to you and then I did like a nightcrawler thing where I like grab you and teleport back? Oh, yeah. That would be fun. There you go. There you go. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what we're doing. What if we both got teleportation at the same time, and then we both tried to teleport to each other, and we missed each other? We're like, where did you go? Because we're in the opposite places. Yeah. And then we I teleport back, and it's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just missed you. <laughs> but that was the... Tele- like, we only get two, so it's like, well, that was it. <laughs> Wasted it. <laughs> I could totally see us doing that. That's exactly yeah. how that would go down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I love it. We're talking to the genie or whatever, and he's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you guys are doing, but... <laughs> like, <laughs> we just missed each other. Sorry. Oh, well. Uh, who's our sponsor today, Batsnacks? Our sponsor today is... Um, I don't have it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I got nothing. Remember when you're feeling kind of gloomy? Uh... Go see a movie, sure. Go see... Oh, you can't even do that now. That's You can't even do it. Well, everyone be safe. Uh, I wouldn't say drive safe because you can't really do that anymore. So uh, stay safe, sit safe, sleep safe, you know, work safe, be safe. Go from your living room to your bedroom safely. Yes, please do. Uh, Bye, everyone. Have a great night. See you. Bye.